get fired up for another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. Featuring Chris Field. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Parker Clayer. Yes, there's no two ways about it. He's super white. And Alex Sennard. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. Entire production supervised by Bigfoot. Uh... Now, let's join the boys for their latest episode. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Meal. My name is Chris. With me, as always, is Parker and Alex. And uh, I had a dream. My dream is not only that they made Deep Blue Sea 3, but I watched it. Dude, I had the exact same dream. Uh, guys, I just can we check in on the stream? Like, is Nelson Mandela alive or dead in this timeline? <laughs> <laughs> Nelson Mandela's brain is actually in one of the sharks. <laughs> that would make well, that would be one of the uh, aborted brain ideas for this movie. You think well, that's what pissed them off? Like. It could be. People singing in his native tongue? They found out about that Berenstein shit, and they were like, oh no. We have to hold the people responsible for it. And they decided that humans are responsible for the Berenstein bear shit. Okay, uh, Parker, before we get into this really good movie, uh, do we have any news? 30 human dollars. On top of your <laughs> subscription. And Chris, you can finally... Watch Mulan the way it was meant to be seen, with a lot of grays and washed-out colors, and no charm or songs or dragons. Just or jokes. You don't want that. Can you imagine being enough of a mark to pay money to watch this movie? <laughs> I can imagine being like a parent of three kids and just be like, "I'll pay you three hundred just for, for fucking." You can just watch. Wait, hold up, Parker. Fire up your your fucking Disney Plus right now and just I'm like not getting search up. for. Oh. Just in your imagination, search for Mulan on Disney+. Plus. It's already there with your subscription. You don't have to pay an additional Yeah, 30. but that's an old movie. That's a grandpa movie. I want a cool new one. Wire foo. <laughs> CGI nightmares. That sounds really good. This time, Busha will be a lot bigger. It won't be an insult <laughs> to their really cool culture. Like, when they started putting these out with Beauty and the Beast, we're like, yeah, whatever, it doesn't really affect me at all. And this was the one where I, like, finally did the mental gymnastics to walk myself through of, like, wow, there's no songs. Well, that's dumb. Why? I want the songs. But wait, why would you need the songs if it's songs from the old one? I guess you don't really need this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh, wow, that's that's crazy. I guess America's the bad guy in this one. Yeah, well. What? When have we ever? Do you think Sean Yu was, like, played by... I don't know, Ryan Reynolds this time around. I don't, I'm not going to look it up. I don't care. I'm not, anyone who watches this, you're a Mark. You've always been a Mark. You're the Markiest Mark who's ever Marked. Uh, or you're going to pick the wrong teams. Or, <laughs> or you're going to yeah. pick the wrong teams. Just no one's like, oh, sick. These all, I'll be on IP torrents in a month. Great. It's unavoidable. Yeah, Fucking it's super. Point, yeah. Great. Can't wait. Love to watch really the big game the with season friends. gets canceled. <laughs> God almighty. Alright, uh, do we have any other news? I, uh, what's the... I, I had it, but it's gone. Wilford Grimley died. Oh, rest in power, King. Yeah, you know, it was really annoying seeing all the neurotypicals telling him, it was like, oh, the diabetes guy died. It was like, no, he was in The Thing. And Hard let's Target. Put some, let's put some respect on Hard Target real quick. Exactly. It's fucking normals. He's riding Incredible performance in The from... Firm. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> The He's worst so score I've ever heard of myself in my life. Uh, what a movie. What an experience. Stupid fucking piano. Parker's Can we talk about Tom Cruise blowing up that ancient bridge? <laughs> what a sick move. Oh, this is actually a piece of our history. Yeah, but this guy signed this paper, so... Sucks, well, that's sucks, the thing is, it? like, if you actually, like, read the article, Poland was all in favor. It was like, yes, please, Mr. Cruz, come to our country. You could blow well, up our bridge, know, it's okay. If there's one country that's always doing the right thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enough about my ancestry. So, uh, do we have any jerks of the week? I know I have one. Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. Oh, you <laughs> fucking better believe it. Buddy. It's the only thing I come prepared for in the show. <laughs> well, you know our wealth of segments. 
<laughs> I'm also prepared for that. So, jinkies. Uh, <laughs> All right, uh, Alex, I'll let you go first. All right. My jerk of the week is the guy I saw in the fucking comments of this torrent with the Fire Emblem avatar talking about this movie was stupid because if the people were smart, they would just get out of the water. Thanks, man. <laughs> Wait, I didn't think uh, about My that. jerk of the week is Alex for just outing me like that in front of everyone. <laughs> Incredibly cool. Uh, no, my jerk is myself for signing a new lease two days ago and then coming home to find my AC's not working. Really thriving right now in the summer. <laughs> Buddy, literally <laughs> the first day of my new lease, I saw a mouse. Oh, oh rip. Jeez. Had not seen one for an entire year. I live on the fourth floor. You figure it out. Jesus. That one I, deserves it. He had to work hard to get up there. Get him a Look, little microphone and headphones. Put him on the show. Exactly. I have seen zero evidence of it. Other than the fact that I thought I saw it scurry across the floor on Sunday when I was in day four of sleep deprivation. So now that I've ordered traps and baited them with peanut butter and weed, I have convinced myself that I hallucinated the mouse. It's been a week. But maybe you'll catch something. So who would win in a fight? You might catch yourself. Stuart Little. (laughs) Only takes two. Next week's episode, Mouse Hunt. My jerk of the week is Bill Gates. When he's not going around trying to put computer chips in vaccines and shit... He's also inventing Windows, which ended up deleting <laughs> the previous episode. So My self, jerk of the week is Chris for saving it on a C drive anyways. That, I didn't even know how that literally happened. had this discussion last week. I know. I was pretty sure that it saved to the D drive, but instead it saved to a temporary folder on the C drive. I said, oh, I'm just not going to restart my computer anyway. And then my computer restarted on its own as I yelled, no, no, no. <laughs> well, this shouldn't be a problem. Luckily, See, I was why, able to fix it. This is why I start my upload and then go to bed. So even if I forget <laughs> about it and my computer restarts like seven times, it's just in the cloud. Yeah. There was definitely a one-two punch of, oh, that sucks. Like, hey, it was only stealth. That's fine. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Could, could have been worse. <laughs> there goes I mean, it's been like song. Star Wars 9. I, you would have never seen me again. Right, yeah. A, <laughs> bad news, we have to watch level. it again. <laughs> On a personal level, I hate that the one the week that I fucking watched like fifty movies is lost to history, yeah, and I now we have this week that. where I watched zero movies. Good news, you can just repeat them because I have no one heard it, and my brain is Swiss cheese. I've forgotten them already. Yeah, you uh, can just face it's all good. It. Yeah, <laughs> you know how t- you know how closely we listen to you. Anyway, let's exactly. get into our recently watched. I try my best, just it's like shaking a natchez sketch every day. It's yeah. not good. The memory right, before things. before we get there, still don't know what happened to the doc. Thank you for your diligent efforts. Put it on I got you, buddy. Here or something. Okay, so recently watched. I actually don't have any. I've been uh, working through uh, Star Trek. Um, almost done with it, and I'm uh, I'm on to the wretched third season, uh, in which Scotty gets a new hairpiece. And uh, for the most part, it's pretty bad, but I just completed an episode that was uh, pretty progressive, and I actually ended up enjoying it. I I still like the show. I think that it's uh, it does a lot of things really well, and it makes me think, and it uses science fiction trappings to solve real problems, and uh, I, I like it. And then sometimes popular things are popular for a reason. Uh, sometimes there is no reason, but this is a good one, so I'm sure the movies will be good as well. I do have one movie. I watched it uh, last week, and I forgot to mention it. And, Parker, maybe you've heard of this, but this is a shot in the dark. You ever heard of a movie called Blood Lake? Oh, buddy. This is a I feel Z like we movie. had a conversation about this movie. Does this have sharks? No. Uh, Alright, wake so, me up when you're done. Okay, so a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people know what a B movie is. You know, it's like, oh, it's a B for bad movie. Not quite, but, you know, it's, it's like... Honey. <laughs> a Z movie is like this was clearly made for about $45 and like it it doesn't look like a movie that could ever be released in theaters. It was not even like direct to VHS. It's like someone stole this from someone else and they're passing it around and you make your own VHS about it because it, that's how low budget it is. Anyway, I remember the back in the before times the Alamo had an advertisement for this and the trailer cracked me up it was like oh I have got to see this uh it had this little kid in it I don't remember his name uh and he says hey hey Jeff you gonna be a butthole you gonna let me drink this weekend the kid's like nine years old so I was like okay right off the strength of that line I have to see this movie 
And I was going to say, I couldn't find it anywhere. Couldn't find it torrent. Couldn't find it online. Couldn't find it anywhere. I almost bought this for $20 on Amazon. This would have been the worst purchase in human history. Luckily, it was free on Tubi TV. Free plug for those guys. It'd be worthless to even recount the plot of Blood Lake. Like, it's it's made for such a low budget. It's more fun to talk about my reaction to AZ movie in general. I guess I appreciate the fact that I saw it because it almost feels like... Like any other movie, it's like this is a work of art. And I don't feel that Blood Lake is. I don't feel that this is like... Parker, you mentioned something that's like it's a miracle that any movie gets made. Not this one. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, it's more like... It's almost like a preservation. It's like a little artifact. It's like humans made this at some point. And it feels a lot more like a human effort. It's not really a compliment, but it's something that makes it kind of interesting. That little kid, this kid, I swear, is nine years old, and he's smiling from ear to ear the entire movie because they gave him lines that are very very clearly meant to go to an adult, and he is not one. And it's uh, it kind of captures that nine-year-old moment. It's like, you, you mean I could say shit on, on camera? Really? You're going to put this in a movie? Oh, boy. Mom and Dad don't even know. So, uh, that's that's kind of nice. It's just it's not worth paying money for. So, watch it for free on 2B TV. I shall. Try to do that, like, back away from Because I, too, spent a long time scouring the internet for it after you told me about it, what, a year or two ago? Yeah. Is it even worth it? Not that it matters. Anyway, don't answer. It's... Put really, my thing down. <laughs> it's, it's really short, I'll tell you that much. All right. And it's free. Well, I guess it's in my future then, because I don't have self-control. It's also on no list, so. And no sharks. Cancelled. That is rough. <laughs> Alex, uh, is there anything you want to talk about? Any normie corner? Absolutely. That's Normie Corner is what I want to talk about here. <laughs> Alright, let's go. So to to bring the listeners up to speed. You know, I want to just remind them of what happened last week on the, the lost episode of, of Normie Corner. Um, so, uh, our good friend DJ Polly D hosted a big outdoor pool party that was aptly named DJ Polly D Day. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, everybody in the house hooked up, except for our boy, the pool party poppy. And we got a lovely, lovely reality TV montage of just everybody fucking making out and banging, like, cutting back and forth to one another, interspliced with the pool party poppy eating a Rice Krispie treat in bed. <laughs> and, uh, it did a lot for me. And just in case there's any reality TV producers out there listening, like, I watch you, and I appreciate it. Now this week's episode started, and, uh, there is no better sign for an hour-long reality show when one of your episodes is just about one night out and they tell you right away that everything's just like, oh yeah, all this stuff happened the night. So tonight... Man, that is like the reality TV stamp. That and when an episode starts and you see like a timer on screen, that's a real, oh fuck. Like, right, turn the lights yeah. off, we're not moving. That, or, like those two things, or like when there's some sort of disclaimer at the beginning, like that oh, time God. that Snooki got knocked the fuck out. Ooh. Oh my God. I love the shore. It's it's. Incredible. I fell in love at the shore. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just can't help yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so tonight, this is mind you, in real lifetime, the night after DJ Polly D Day, they decide to go out to uh to support their good friend Vinny at his Vegas show at Chippendales. <laughs> <laughs> what? So the entire episode is just them all in the club watching male strippers. They uh, they decide to play a prank on the boys in the house and make them audition in front of everybody to be in Chippendales. And then one girl gets drunk and just yells at people for 20 minutes. Including, and I quote, What the fuck is Hoboken? <laughs> it's very good. A permanent mood. Isn't that like that little <laughs> goblin guy from Labyrinth? Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All of this fucking drama because this one girl made a shady comment about this other girl for wanting to buy a dildo at the store outside of Chippendales because it it they turned it on and they couldn't figure out how to turn it off and she thought it was funny and was like, I have to buy one of these. And this girl makes a snide comment, and the other girl just stews on it for two hours, and then starts fucking ripping her soul out of her body, 
because she tried to hook up with one of the Chippendale strippers and he couldn't get a boner. <laughs> and she just goes around telling everybody. It's so good, you guys. <laughs> Reality TV is a treasure. I know there's a lot of shit you need to sift through to find the good stuff, but that's what I'm here for. I will give you the good things, which are everything even remotely tangentially related to Jersey Shore. Because, oh, by the way, if I haven't mentioned it, this runs back-to-back on Thursday nights on MTV with a show where Vinny and Polly just do pranks. Like some fucking D-list punked. Like, it's... I love that they're just best friends and they make all these shows together. That really warms my heart. It's incredible. Like, if you've ever, like... If you've ever heard, like, a fucking, like radio morning show bit where they like you know prank call somebody's girlfriend who cheated on them or something it's that but an entire show but with the boys it's ah their energy is incredible i don't see the duck dynasty people with a prank show oh those those aren't pranks as much as they are (laughs) (laughs) you know there was a really stupid like graphic going around today actually where it asked people what sitcom group would you like to drink with the most and friends the office and a bunch of really bad answers i'd like to drink at the shore oh my god that's where i want to be buried <laughs> i, feel I like, want to be buried with the duck phone i feel like if i drank at the shore like i would it would be a situation where i was drinking in like a room with no windows and i'd walk out and it would just be like 6 p.m the next day and i would have no idea <laughs> Oh I yeah, just... six p.m. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Sun's here. Sun's here. <laughs> Is it the best show in history? Yes. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. I mean. <laughs> okay. Let's. Yeah. Wow. That's a that's a short one. Let's move on to Parker. Parker, what'd you watch, birthday boy? Oh, buddy, 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 buddy. <laughs> Well, let me piggyback off something no one heard last week. Alex, the rental. Yeah. Quite good. Yeah. Like a very solid three, three and a half stars. Yeah. Um, The most important thing that's happened to me this week is probably watching Dan Stevens high off ecstasy dancing with that dog. Correct. It's absolutely life-changing. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to talk about the ending, I remember? Correct, I did. What did people have a problem with? I thought you could figure out, like, an hour in, like, that's where that's going. I mean, it, I think it was more the fact that they just, like, spend, like, the last five minutes of the movie on just, like, teasing that they're going to show who the killer is, and then it ends up like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, all of the reasons that you've been rooting against these people for the past 90 minutes, like, literally don't matter because it's a random act. Yeah, like, so like, oh, who's it going to be? Like, there hasn't been another person on screen. The only other person that's been on screen died 50 minutes ago. Exactly. Like, like it's who could I think it have been. People get mad when you play with their expectations. I guess I don't know. Like people seem to hate the ending of this, but the critics liked it. I guess so. Score one for them, and you know, minus one for all of the people that think it's worth their time to write IMDb reviews. It's really, truly a dark place to live in when it's twenty twenty. Like, man, I cannot wait to see what Dave Franco directs next. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That's a like, cursed just, world we live in. Fucking like. Just the shocking competence of that movie. Like, I... Exactly. Like, it wasn't anything special, but it was very competent. Well acted. Did a good job of making you hate most of them. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I've mentioned a couple times that we, mostly her, binged, like, ten seasons of Shameless. Fucking the younger brother character is one of the stars on Shameless, and he's the exact same person. Who I despise on that show because like, oh my god, you're just going to keep doing the same stupid shit and you never learn from it. And then it was very cathartic to switch to here and go, ah, fucking finally. <laughs> finally get your come up and see a little shit. There you go. Let's see. Did someone say quarantine horror? Oh, let's see. Oh. In the next three years, buddy. <laughs> a in. film that dropped on Shudder simply called Host. Now... I clicked on this because like, oh, this looks like Unfriended. You know I'm going to get drunk and fuck with this. Because the whole pl- thing takes place over a Zoom call. It's about a bunch of people connecting and doing a seance over a call. And then they get haunted. And it's an hour long. So I'm like, there's no way I'm not watching this. I did not expect it. 
to make me jump and clutch my heart like an old man like seven or eight times. <laughs> like it's all jump scares, like like you would assume it would be. But they're really effective. It's like I said, it's an hour long. It's short. It's sweet to the point. You don't hate anyone else. Like it's not grating because like unfriended. My God, you cannot wait for those kids to die fast enough. <laughs> yeah. Really connected to the like the first time something fucked up happens. Like, they're all just sitting there, and someone's chair just gets dragged all the way to the back of the room, and everyone's, like, holding their face in horror, except one person who just grabs her wine and just chugs the glass. <laughs> I really felt that. <laughs> it really spoke to me. He's like, nope, fuck this, fuck this. It is... There's one or two scenes where, like, you watch enough movies like this, you know the pacing. Like, okay, one, two, three, jazz hands, there it is. But there were a couple times where it went, fucking shit, and just, like, <laughs> hand on the chest, like, oh, fuck you, you got me. So that was a very nice surprise. You know, that's the thing about jump scares, is that they're not inherently bad. They're bad if, like, that's your only way to, like, get somebody. But if, you know, you can base your movie around a jump scare. I think the woman in black more or less does that. And that's a pretty effective one, because they do it in a creative way. It, uh... Also, big shout-out to seeing that runtime. And, like, as the movie's wrapping up, you see in the top corner of the screen of, like... Ah, uh, your call's almost over. If you want to go longer, subscribe to Pro. And then the last person just gets yeeted and the movie ends. <laughs> Big shout out to that. That was a strong choice. Let's see. I can skip these for now. We can make this a brief episode. But there's one thing I want to talk about. Well, a couple things. You see, you guys know that I'm a sucker for uh, being invited to a friend's house to watch a franchise, right? Oh, yeah. You so never. I've got the day off. My friend, my close personal friend around here, big Harry Potter fan, oh, Christopher. Oh, <laughs> no. One, two, three, and four. How? Bing, bang, boom, bang. So, I saw one and two as a kid multiple times each, because I was fucking 11 and 12 years old when they came out. Right. Saw the third one once, and that's it. I've never seen anything past the third one, which I saw in theaters. Must the be nice. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I'll get there. Oh, it's coming, child. You, you've, so, you've, you've read the books, though, right? Oh, buddy. Hey, sure hey Parker. Yeah? Parker, you want to hear about Deathly Hallows Part 1? Oh, It's two hours of them wandering around in the woods, and then the movie ends. Let me tell you a thing that happened. <laughs> so, okay, so we put on the first one. It's like, uh, do you want to play the regular extended? I'm like, eh, extended, whatever. Like, it's early in the day. Get the missing well, scenes. Like, for context, like, it turns out, like, extended literally means, like, oh, when this aired on, like, ABC Family, like, here's a minute here, here's a minute there. Like, it oh, was yeah. whatever. It didn't even count. Yeah. Chamber of Secrets, we do the same thing. We realize, like, two-thirds of the way in the movie ends that the extended edition of Chamber of Secrets, a book that you can read in, like, an afternoon, was three fucking hours. What? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I thought I was going to die. What did, it did almost they ruined add, like, my the, weekend. Did they add, like, the shit with Nearly Headless Nick? Oh, no. Instead, they just do literally everything except most of the scenes with the diary, which are the only interesting parts of that book. Why? Oops. What? <laughs> <laughs> Second, so the just, second book is like the least liked one of all the Harry Potter books. Not good. <laughs> but watching them all in a row, the jump from one and two from fucking Christopher Columbus Home Alone ass movies to three is so jarring. It feels like they were made in different decades. Right. Yeah. I think they were really it, counting on the audience to really grow up in that moment. It feels like I going mean, from like the Fantastic Four movies to like, oh, what's a Dark Knight? Oh, is this a is this a real movie? Yeah. It is. Spoilers, it goes back to the other way real fast. Yeah. Like, you know how you know how book five is, like, you know, all dark and brooding and is basically just a teenage angst novel? Dude, book five almost killed me. Yeah. <laughs> that book is yeah, absolutely not dog shit. in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, oh, no. So you have, like, this, this fucking... You have the third movie, which is, like, done by, like, a real-ass director and looks incredible. And then you have the fourth movie, which, like, literally just makes itself because that book just has... It's just basically movie scene after movie scene. And then they just go back to being shitty. Boy, uh, in my uh, reread that I did recently-ish, if I could have just told myself, hey man, just stop after Goblet of Fire, I could have saved myself. 
I'll, a lot of time. I'll stick with like the sixth book is probably my favorite the one. Six is pretty good, but five fifth like, is my least favorite actually. Like, here's the thing. So I started doing it earlier this year. I was like, I'm gonna knock these out because like my friend wants to watch all these. He's read them all a million times. Like, I'll read them because as a kid I never even bothered reading seven because everything got spoiled online. I was like, oh that sucks, and I just didn't read it. <laughs> so I was like, I'll burn through these, and I'm trudging through five. Just every other page. Uh, you guys don't know. Why does anyone tell me anything? Why won't Dumbledore talk to me? Maybe Snape did it. Maybe Malfoy did it. Why won't anyone talk to me? And then as this is going on, J.K. Rowling is just quadrupling down. And right. Like, you know, <laughs> maybe I'll just pick this up later. Uh, the, the, the problem with the seventh seconds. book is way too predictable. Oh, you mean you don't like forest, 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 someone's house, forest, forest. Oh, here's a battle 19 years later. I, what you. I don't like is the fact that I called every single plot twist like 20 pages before they happened, including the twist that, or whatever thing that happens on the first fucking page. I, I, I too, hate when books for children have simplistic plot points. This wasn't was a book for children. Because it's like, look, I have agreed to disagree to some of these characters. Why are they all dying off screen? Why yeah, am I getting true. to Harry walks by? Oh, there's Tonks and Lupin sitting there. I'm like, Wait, are they? Are you fucking with me? <laughs> you just introduced their bait. You're fucking with me, right? Surely. Oh, Mad Eye's just dead. That's fine. That's fine. That like the four characters. So I was like, okay, I kind of like these people. <laughs> just die while Harry's dicking around in the oh, tent. Somewhere. Wait, hold up. Tonks we'll get to and those Lupin. Tonks and Lupin. Wh- which political figures do they apply to? Chris, I'm, glad I'm you just gonna that. go to bed because uh boy <laughs> fuck this the uh scene with the bogger where it's like oh snape's really scary now imagine him in a silly dress really hits different <laughs> 2020 <laughs> it's, it's really staggering <laughs> uh, another big perk to all these movies chris we've talked about this before i think the the one we always refer to as a nightmare before christmas where it's like Oh, as soon as Sally's song comes on, I'm just going to grab some food. Right, yeah. that's the. Every time part. these movies are on, as soon as you see them, take to the Quidditch page, you're like, oh, I'm going to take a piss, I'm going to grab another drink. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Another batch of cookies are done? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Let's throw that pizza back in the oven. And then, you know, once they're done playing, you can watch the movie again. But, God, those scenes are fucking endless. Boy, the Quidditch parts are, like, one of my favorite parts of the book and, like, the least favorite parts of the movies. I actually, <laughs> actually, uh, if I could just say it now, I actually hate all of the Harry Potter movies. I know you. It's, it's not just like the. I think that they're very poor adaptations of really good books, but I really hate the musical theme. I it, it's like my least favorite thing I've ever heard in my life. It doesn't resolve properly. It's stupid. Uh, agree to disagree. Everyone like else likes theme. it. I don't care. I, just, I, I don't know if I even like it. It's just I liked it as a kid, and now it's just like a part of me. Every time I hear it, I, I I'm suddenly in a really bad mood. I'm like, oh, this shit again. <laughs> So, uh, Cursed Child in your future, right? Maybe we can travel. So, I'll say something nice about The Goblet of Fire, which... Learning that they were going to make that two movies, and then it was the last second, like, actually, no, makes a ton of sense. But big shout-out to, like, all right, it's weird, the Quidditch World Cup. And it's just a jump cut to, man, that was a crazy game. It's like, fucking... <laughs> you guys. You guys are doing so good. Thank you like so much. There's, like, three chapters in the book. <laughs> I was so happy just to the immediate cut to... And then the dark marks there. Fuck yeah, thank you so much, because, again, shorter than Chamber of Secrets movie. You figure that out. Uh, one question. What is with Dumbledore that entire movie? <laughs> that entire movie is just him running around angry and shaking people and screaming in their face. Yeah. And at no point in childhood or adulthood did I ever read that and was like, yeah, he'd probably pin this child up against the wall and demand to know why he threw his name in the goblet. <laughs> Well, you see, he was he was really struggling with his decision of whether to come out or not. So you know, you have to oh, just yeah, understand. Point, you know, yeah. it has to be very sympathetic to people in that situation. Right. It is very brave of him. Uh, yeah. So uh, you know, one through four done. Five through eight will just sneak up on you at some point. Uh, hope you got fourteen hours blocked off for that shit. Because like this sounds like a nightmare in retrospect, but let me just like frame this. So you know, we put on the first one. I was drunk before they got to Hogwarts, so, like, I'm, I'm doing fine. These movies blew by. It was not an issue. I was off and off hammered the entire day, just kind of slipping in and out, which is an appropriate way to watch these movies, I feel. Uh, I feel like top to bottom, regardless of the quality of the actual movie, that cast is just, man. Oh, yeah, the cast is fine. Spot on for yeah. literally oh, everyone. It's pretty impressive, cast. to be honest. 
but my god, the broad acting of those kids. Because by the way, just like seeing them all in Sorcerer's Stone, every time it closed up to their face, it was almost haunting how cherubic they are. It's yeah. so, <laughs> so awful. Every single line delivery in that movie is fucking horrendous by all of the kids. Which I'm not going to be the guy who just beats up on kid actors the whole time, but poor I mean, Emma Watson especially. I mean, I mean a couple of them Every line were not just... actors, you know? I don't Every think uh, Rupert ends. Grint was an actor. <laughs> <laughs> he just really wanted to play the part. Yeah, just find me some dumb ginger kid. We'll make it work. <laughs> that That is exactly what he went for. He's like, I'd really like to play this part. They're just like, that was good enough for me. <laughs> Every single Hermione Granger ends with a slight uptick and a head nod down. Yeah, it's that's a good point. Yeah, she does do so that So fucking annoying. And, uh, yeah, shout out to just like two years later. All right, it's book two. And then Harry has the voice of a 40-year-old man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's real upsetting. <laughs> yeah, uh, I expected to have a much more miserable day, but I mean, one and two, like, I'm never going to watch those again. Those are... We say these books are for babies. Those movies are absolutely for babies to get them into this franchise. Like, right. Um, what am I going to pick apart? Fucking Home Alone 2? Like, it's... Yeah, it's not for me. It's fine. 3 feels like a real movie. 4... I feel like it's the first time in my life I've ever gotten to go... Well, you know, they took so much stuff out of the book. It really just... You might as well... You're doing yourself a disservice if you haven't read it. Which is a pedestal I rarely get to step on. But, uh, yes, well, I'm not going to watch them this coming week, so sometime in the near future, I'm just going to bombard you with more Harry Potter, and oh, you're going to know, because I'm just going to be furious that I watch them just walk in that goddamn fucking forest. It's going to be chapter great. Chapter after <laughs> chapter after chapter. You're going to get to the, uh, you're going to get to the movie where it opens, where he's hitting on, Harry Potter's hitting on a muggle girl who happens to be on the same subway that he's riding on. And my dad's looking at me in the theater like, what is going on? I don't remember this. Is this a trailer hey, Chris, for something? don't they do spells in these? <laughs> <laughs> it, may, it may be because she was a black girl or something. <gasps> my dad whispers to me really loud in this packed theater for everyone to hear, I don't remember this part. Dad, you can't say mud blood. It's fucked up. I'm just thinking of the cast, like, as soon as in Chamber of Secrets you see Draco's dad, it's just immediate, like, Oh yeah, hundred percent. That guy, that guy should be in wizard prison. Him and his whole family should be hung in the middle of town square. That guy looks like he will sell you out for anything. I think the only guy I really like there is Vernon Dursley. No, that dude gets he gets so wide every movie. He's so cool. They have to use a special lens just to get his face on the screen. He is anamorphic IRL. <laughs> He's so cool. Yeah, yeah, I don't fuck those movies. have much more to see. Yeah, they're they're more watchable than I thought they'd be. Yeah, but that second one extended, <laughs> hitting it on a whim. Like, yeah, the extended one too. Like, because he was watching the first one, I was like, yeah, I've seen the Sorcerer's Stone like twenty times. I remember every single one of these scenes. I was like, all right, well, then fuck it, just do it anyways. And then that horror when we paused it, we're like, we're an hour forty in, and they're still, oh no, <laughs> he doesn't even have the fucking book yet. <laughs> Feels I, I genuinely, you didn't really explain what they do. You're just like, oh, it's just an hour here, hour there. That's a lot just, of time to throw around. I don't. I if, can't. I can't think about Chamber of Secrets anymore without thinking of J.K. Rowling telling the world that Moaning Myrtle's name was actually Myrtle Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> That's not it real. It makes me laugh every time, buddy. You want to bet? No, no, I don't want to bet. I've learned don't bet on I this show. I will not take this bet whatsoever. <laughs> Myrtle Elizabeth Warren. How oh, did you fuck. not hear about this, my friend? I, I think I may have heard about it. I just assumed it was like a Twitter meme or something. Oh, no. There's only one this way is our distraction <laughs> from the transphobia on her feet. Oh, yeah. That's... She's thriving. Actually, that worked pretty well. Chris, you know how bad a kid's movie has to be for you to be like, can we just cut the scene with the giant monster spider or pacing his way off? <laughs> that's not a good sign. All right, well... Let's uh, let's talk about other giant monsters in Deep Blue Sea Three. Uh, so I uh, cut you off now. Yeah, just a just a quick question here. Why was this movie made? For people, I guess, to talk about it. Correct. Alex, let me swivel my chair towards you. <laughs> Did you look up anything about this movie? Literally nothing. <gasps> On a whim, I was like, "Who made this?" I see the director click on his name top credit writer of the skulls 
Thank you. I, this happened about an hour ago, and I've been just like vibrating in my chair violently. That so just, checks out. Right? It sure does. So the sharks have to have a duel. <laughs> Man, I want to watch the skulls again. Right? Right? It's cool how Parker picked this instead of the skulls. I, I could have watched fucking Shooter McGavin break that kid's neck again. Okay, so stay alive and then the skulls got it. All right, two weeks are oriented ready. Let's try to remember. Let's try to commit that to memory this time. So, Absolutely. Uh, anyway, they they got man made islands now, like in Waterworld, uh, another future episode. And no, the, <laughs> don't have to worry about that one taken too, buddy. <laughs> Camera swoops around this little man made uh, trash island and everything. And uh, it's been it's been thirty years, and every Universal Studios on the planet still has the fucking Waterworld show. <laughs> I think they're still trying to like make back their buck for it, you know. I mean, if it ain't <laughs> one bro, of these days, let's be real. Dennis Hopper gives a really good performance in that movie. So anyway, <laughs> uh, they they go uh, shark exploring. Uh, we have our leading lady, who's played by. And uh, uh, some other guy who's with her, who's also known as... Okay. So they just go, like, diving, and, like, we get a lot of undersea shots. And there are fish, and some of the fish are as small as an inch long. And so I, we're just watching a National Geographic documentary. See Chris, like, I can't believe you forgot, you forgot Shaw's name after... They just repeatedly yelled it with no, Bill the Dog th- energy. No, don't worry. I, I wrote that one down. <laughs> Bill! Bill! <laughs> yeah, so Leading Lady and Shaw, who are towards the end. Boy, they yell Shaw's name over and over again. Leading Lady and Shaw go shark exploring, and uh, they they find the sharks. And they find a great white named Sally. Sally, <laughs> fucking shark, uh, who, uh, this is her territory, but she's kind, and she rubs her snout against the woman, and then she shoves the woman into a rock because of global warming. And, uh, <laughs> they, <laughs> they, I don't, See, the, the, warm, the warm water's making the shark go crazy and try to eat its natural prey. Well, that's, no, that's the thing about it. Okay, so it shoves her, like, bang, into a, a rock, and she, like gets a small cut on her shoulder they says there's blood in the water we have to get out of here i'm like oh man is there gonna be a shark attack no they just swim to the surface and tell the shark gets bored and leaves so they're at the uh surface they're taking off their gear they still have like one foot in the water so i'm like ah, oh, potential they don't have these characters may as well not have names yet so you could like eat them and then say deep blue c3 then you get like your real scene but no they just say well that shark wasn't playing around uh, agree to disagree here because i think of a shark just like bumps you into a rock wall then instead of like eating you that shark was just playing around with you that shark is just bullying you between classes yeah (laughs) so they walk into their secret headquarters uh which is just in one of the huts and uh they meet their two friends the science nerd guy who doesn't have a name and uh the japanese girl whose name was a mika or something like that i don't remember um, sure, why not? I, one of them, they says, oh yeah, the science nerd guy is like uploading their underwater videos like, wow, this is going to be great. It's going to get like 5,000 likes. Dude, that's not a very big number. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to upload it to Facebook and Instabite. <sighs> that's fun. Yeah, I, I wrote down that. It's like a little, it's like a shark app, you know? Or something. Deepest. So, anyway. <laughs> Whatever happened to L. Cool J, put him in this movie. So, uh, I feel like LL Cool J is not above Deep Blue Sea 3. Anyway, uh, that global warming thing is kind of a. It is something that they mentioned. Like, when they're exploring, like, the water and stuff, they say global warming is leading to rising uh, sea levels, and that is affecting the, uh, the ocean and all the sea life within it. It's killing off certain species, and it will soon affect us. And I'm like, okay. I cannot believe that humankind would do this to their own trash island in the middle of the ocean. Right. <laughs> then Won't someone think of nature? Then uh, they're inside, and uh, science nerd and Japanese girl and Shaw 
and uh, leading lady are all eating and I don't remember what they're eating but at one point the science nerd guy says responsible and healthy food choices aren't just good for you they're good for the environment so shout out to PBS for producing this <laughs> look man sometimes you just want to make Deep Blue Sea 3 and need somebody to fund it you need an angle you really do uh, there's also at one point they, they find a dead shark and I think I don't know, is it like her ex-boyfriend or something? They're, they're looking, the you know, the two guys who are looking for the bulls, which, uh, it's something about the way they say, yeah, we're looking for two bulls. It was like, it might as well call them bull studs. For so, like, I, I, you know, this movie is generally straightforward. Yeah. But like, was it just three male sharks that they were worried were going to go fuck all the female sharks, or what? I think because... it was three male sharks that were going to kill all the other sharks or something. Well, I mean, no, they were worried about them having babies, because so then there would be more killer sharks. Oh, right, yeah. Well, yeah, but, I like, guess there would be a... Also, also, all of the Rick and Morty sharks were dudes, so... Uh, was, I mean, it makes sense. I, so, yeah, I, yeah, you might be right, you gonna yeah, they're, they're, they're just gonna have a, a goddamn teenage fuckfest in the sea, and uh, make more brain genius sharks. They, anyway, they come across, like, a dead shark, and they find its remains, and they bring it back to the secret headquarters, and they look at it in a Petri dish or something. And there's something about the fact that they refer to these dead animals as deceased rather than dead. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so she calls out. I guess it's her ex-boyfriend. It's We know it's her ex-boyfriend because the Japanese girl and the science nerd guy, who are fucking each other, look at each other and say, oh, they were together. Man, that's a... Yeah, you got them. That's, uh, Thanks. I don't have eyes, movie. Yeah, I appreciate heartwarming. it. I'm glad that they spill shit out for us. Uh, anyway, the, the she calls out her ex-boyfriend. is like, oh, now you're getting paid for your research. And the guy responds with a really good rejoinder. Global warming is here to stay. <laughs> so this movie might have a theme. <laughs> I mean, you can't argue with the facts. Now, a uh, little pop quiz. The absolute nerve of this movie. <laughs> a little the balls to, to have this message. You guys, uh, you know, global warming's not going anywhere, right? As you're watching the clock, looking like, I was promised a shark. Yeah, Who the fuck is this guy straight off the CW rambling about, you know, if we don't start eating better. No, fuck you. You know, plastic bags are very unsafe for the sea turtles. This movie's an hour and 40. So, Parker, I got a little pop quiz for you. Movie made me want to strangle a sea turtle myself. Parker, Alex can jump in if he wants, although I think he knows. What were Deep Deep Blue Sea 1 and 2 about? Michael Rappaport. (laughs) Well, in spirit, Correct. Yes. But they were about <laughs> feeding Alex Jones brain genius pills to sharks and, like, they take over the world. This movie, for a long time, I was like, are they just gonna, like, jump with both feet onto the global warming button? Because, like, I, I'm looking for the new tropics and I don't know where our spots is gonna come from this week. What if the shark turned into what Sam Hyde looks like now? No. <laughs> that, you see, see this like shark, shark has existed. This shark has existed for 25 years in the ocean, eating nothing but other sea meat. And then one day, somebody dumped some apple cider vinegar into its feeding grounds, and now it's in a coma. Sam Hyde looks like a shark attack victim. <laughs> he looks like the body that washes up in Jaws. So he's so cool. At one point, they actually say the words that the sharks are becoming more aggressive because of global warming. And now that's that's doing a little too much here. I mean, I I had to stop taking notes with all the global warming bits. It's got a it's got the same energy of the bear and bear coming back for its honor. <laughs> that's Just a good point. Like, do you see this? The sharks are traveling in packs now. What they're not supposed to do? That? Yeah. Global warming. <laughs> All right, movie. It's, it, I also love that they're like, what? What? There's no way that these like five foot eleven sharks can kill the six foot great whites. They're just not capable. They're easily intimidated uh, and they correct. just fuck off all the time. Right. Like, it's like, yeah, well, this is why you know the good Lord invented guns and Joker. <laughs> Elliot Jawsers. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll keep that in there. Anyway, Oof. so... <laughs> As you should. <laughs> I didn't feel good about it when I said it. Well, I, this movie mentions global warming more than Killface does. So, Shut up. at one point... No. 
And so at one point, uh, the the bad guys, in which her ex boyfriend has like a whole bunch of really muscled up, roided up guys who help her, who help him, uh, I guess, wrangle sharks, and uh, they're going to toss a bunch of seal meat over over the boat to attract the can sharks. Can I pr- <laughs> can I press pause for one second? Because yeah. I need to read out a line that I wrote down that took place at roughly this time. No, I, 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 it might be the line I'm about to say, but I'll let you go. You have a double PhD in shark neurology. <laughs> you get PhD in anything these days, man. <laughs> a double PhD. Like, there are two different shark neurology doctorate programs, and he did both of them. Maybe he was I a big fan of Deep Blue Sea 1 and 2. This guy. <laughs> it's, Parker, it's a framing device from uh, Human Centipede Part 2. Oh, sick. <laughs> Thank you for putting it in terms for me. You're welcome. <laughs> so, that wasn't in fact the line I was going to say. I'm glad we have a little bit of variety on this show. The After they say, we're going to put seal meat into the ocean because the sharks will eat the meat. And then we can get the sharks. <laughs> then the Japanese girl says to the science nerd guy, Sharks like seals. And he responds, Thank you for that. <laughs> Which Dish is one of my favorite fingers lines. are food. <laughs> I, it's one of my favorite lines of this whole movie because I can't tell if his delivery was like intended to be sarcastic. If it was even written into the script, I think it might have been like he just, it was a quick aside. No shit. Thank you very much. I like to imagine both lines were ad libbed. Yeah, that would, that's a lot better. So, uh, anyway, her ex-boyfriend goes into the ocean to, uh, I guess just harass a shark, and a shark gets kind of annoyed with him and bites him. And she goes down there in just her shorts, and uses her own hands as the jaws of life to open up the shark's mouth and make it let go and swim away. And, uh, then, (laughs) then Shaw gives her a big ol' thumbs up, they, they bring him up to the surface, and you can see, like, the shark, like, teeth marks in there, and he gets over that bite really quickly. Dude, the fucking nerve when they unveil just the three little, like, dots on his chest, basically. After he was pinned down by a shark at the bottom. Fucking whatever. Right, that exactly. Was so bad. It feels like it's they're a, teasing me. It's a good thing that shark was asleep. <laughs> it may have actually just fallen asleep with him in his mouth instead of biting down because it just a little beep, beep, beep in there. It's like, oh, man. Oh, it hurts so much. Really? Does it? That doesn't I look we've like... we've all done it. He, We've all woken up and looking around and been like, oh god, there's cookies on my belly. Oh, <laughs> Come on, Jaws. <laughs> oh, you talked your cookies. Every fucking time we do a shark movie, it's just the same six bits. I love it so much. We do a lot of shark movies, don't we? Anyway, these sharks respond there's... to voice commands. Because uh, her ex-boyfriend gets up there and tells him, Yeah, go on, get on, get on, get! You know, like uh, an old prospector talking to his dogs. <laughs> he, he intimidates the sharks by holding a harpoon gun to their friend's head. It was it's like, actually... A... Go ahead. <laughs> it's the coolest fucking scene in this movie, dude. There was a point in this movie where someone, like, looking at these sharks, says in dead seriousness... The two sharks are trying to save their brother. And I knew, like, this was an absolute solid choice of something to watch on my birthday. Right, exactly. The the three sharketeers. <laughs> Truly. What do you mean, item? I bagged it. It's fine. Would you Just like customer assistance? Yes! We need to stop the climate Do you have change. a coupon? So... <laughs> So, we need to assist in the hole in the ozone layer. These sharks are going to keep destroying our trash. I forgot villages. about the hole in the ozone Okay, so here's the thing about the sharks. is At this point, they more or less reveal that, yes, the sharks have been taking new tropics. And uh, <laughs> this, this, the conceit of the evil scientists who are never shown on screen, who came up with the shark brain genius pills, is it's basically flowers for Jabberjaw. <laughs> Fuck you. How long have you been waiting to say? I already texted it to Parker, but it's like I didn't. I didn't want to say flowers, flowers for Algernon, but with sharks, you know, flowers for Jabberjaw just is a little bit faster. So uh, at one point, Shaw, who again the only character with a name, uh, says that uh, it'd be Seabageddon, and I'm just like, again, that'd be a much better name for a movie. You could have just done that. 
the sharks we wouldn't have done the brothers show, or... but if i had seen the title seamageddon i would have watched it anyways right exactly it's gotta already be a movie right and you would have said dude they could have just called this deep blue c3 it's, it's <laughs> in that universe nelson mandela is also alive so anyway uh the big muscle up roided up guys go rogue and one of them grabs what kind of a gun is this is this just a grenade launcher or something uh, it's, like a grenade, it's a grenade launcher that shoots shark darts? <laughs> but there's the shark darts that like blow up underwater or something, right? Because he's just blowing up the bridges there. There's these big splashes. Then he shoots one of the uh, oil tankers that explodes like it's a Resident Evil game. And It looks like when you see like a medium budget like World War II Navy movie and they're shooting depth charges off. Right. Except like in a handheld gun at sharks. So... If you just picture that in your head, yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? It's, uh, Parker, you're right. It definitely looks like a Nerf gun. It's got, like, It blue looks like a Call of Duty gun with one of those stupid-ass skins on it. It looks like the fucking demo, man. <laughs> <laughs> My god, that's it, actually. Yeah, it actually, it's probably the same gun, too, you know? So, anyway, uh, he's just shooting <laughs> like wildly forgets there are sharks. And it's just like 15 minutes of this dude shooting grenades and getting into fistfights. Which I don't mind at all. It's probably better than most of the stuff that came before it. I just don't know quite why it's happening. He says, we were brought here to cover this up. So I guess he's like uh, the Resident Evil guys, you know? The government gets... He's the umbrella <laughs> oh of Resident yeah. Evil guys. They, they cover up the thing. Maybe this is like... What Resident has a better story? ending song? Uh, Resident Evil with End of Heartache or the song at the end of this movie? Oh, man, I think this one. I'm, I'm very partial to this end credit song, which made me laugh really hard. We'll get to that, though. Anyway, so everyone's hiding from the big, crazy, roided-up guy with the uh, grenade launcher. And uh, he's able to kidnap her ex-boyfriend, and they're on a boat or something like that. And he says, I'd rather die than live like you. And he jumps overboard directly into a shark's mouth. Which... <laughs> It's almost like, oh, fuck, that's right, there are sharks in this movie. <laughs> really lulls you into a false sense of security right as he gets eaten, yeah. which I appreciate. Don't go into the water, like, indeed. <laughs> Would have been a really sick fake-out if the movie wasn't called Deep Blue Sea 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I was... It felt like it had been three hours since I saw a shark at this point. I have to admit, like, right now is when the movie starts picking up. Turns out when you actually put the sharks in the movie instead of just talking <laughs> about them, it's a lot I more. I people talking about, yeah, you know, we've been doing a lot of tests. Yeah, we're here to clean it's up. Like, yeah, the ozone. Like, man, the sharks don't even look good. Just go quantity over quality. That's a good point, yeah. Like, this movie somehow looks better than the second one. Which well, yeah, was filmed in my apartment. <laughs> but, like, that's the thing about this movie that, like, kind of gets me, is that... The scientists, they, they, they seem to act like they're very pro-shark. Like, sharks are analogous to humans. As sharks are healthy, humans will be healthy. It's not really true. But that's what they say. And, you know, they have scientist gear on, so you're supposed to believe them or something. And uh, that's I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm fine with that but, idea. But look at what the sharks end up doing to them, and look at what the people end up doing to the sharks. But, Chris, if we kill all the brain genius sharks, then who's going to be out there? to play one running back in two tight ends. <laughs> you don't know which side of the field he's running to. They're both strong sides. <laughs> you know what that means by default? No weak sides. <laughs> We're going to pick his brain so we can cure Alzheimer's. I'm pretty sure they... Do they say that in the second movie or the third movie? Because that's one of them. Yes. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> Big fan of, like... When did the first one come out? Like probably twenty years ago, if not close yeah, to that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was two thousand. Yeah, and they've still just kept like tripling, quadrupling down on. No, if we just get this right in sharks, then we can fix it in humans. Like, there's closer animals. It's fine. But sharks. Are, is, it, my hat looks like. like should we a test on primates? No, take the shark's brain, make it bigger. <laughs> I just, I, I love that. Like this movie actually attempts to have like continuity threads to both of the first two movies. So, like. Oh, well, didn't they try this experiment before? Yeah, they did it on Mako sharks, but their brains weren't big enough. <laughs> so they did it again on these other sharks. And then they got away because that evil billionaire from the last movie blew up his, his fucking sea station for reasons. Does anyone feel kind of weird that they remember anything from Deep Blue Sea too? Not at all. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm I don't feel good good about comfortable with that. Yeah, that's putting me in a bad place. Yeah. That's about what I expected. So Shaw is wrestling with the, uh, whatever that big, he's a bad guy now. 
for at least for now. Like, so he's wrestling with him, or maybe it's a different roided up bad guy. He's wrestling with something, and then I, a shark I, flies out of the water and decapitates the guy. I cannot believe I'm saying this. Like this movie needed less fight scenes. <laughs> it's absurd. I don't know how long point, they have hand to hand fights. At one point, the guy has a spinning jump kick. That I was like, ooh. Let's see that. Scott Atkins. A couple really good shots, yeah. You've and got then this just... fucking budget fucking Eastern European Frank Grillo just doing all these <laughs> hand-to-hand fight scenes with this lady scientist. What are we... Where's the shark? Yeah, she's There's just screaming in the background, there. no, stop. It's like Radon Chong and Commando. They eat too much red meat. <laughs> every time, like, my, my fucking page of notes for this is like every time something stupid happened, I just started writing... Oh, well, they must have tried this on the sharks before. The sharks aren't falling for the human-on-human violence bait. <laughs> I, I have a feeling from, like, the perspective of the sharks, the sharks are just like, okay, we're just waiting for them to get close to the water now. Just having a big old punch-up. I'll bop you one. <laughs> then hear split splash and, and it comes out and gets him. So, anyway, Shaw, I think this is his own brilliant idea, is in the water, he has to Fuck, dude. save them or this- something. This is this probably me. one of the best parts in any movie I've ever seen. Because I, I think I texted Parker while I was watching it, maybe 30 minutes until I was like, oh, this fucking movie. Because they're just t- constantly talking about uh, global warming. At one point, uh, when the when the men come in, they were like, we're, we're here to help you with for your own protection. It's like, oh, it's a good thing we have a big, strong man here to help us. I have two PhDs in shark neurology or whatever. It's, it's something that he's like, look. I have a PhD in dinosaur fucking veterinary. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy's like, we just want to help. Like, big, strong man with your penis is going to help us. Okay, thank you. Anyway, the movie is all worth it for this one scene when Shaw, Shaw, Shaw! 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 Bill! Bill! Shaw is in the water, and he has two of the, I guess, explosive darts that the grenade launcher was supposed to shoot, and the two brain genius sharks are coming right for him, and uh, he jumps out of the water with both arms raised and slams him into the shark's snouts and blows up both of them and himself in the process. The best scene in any movie in 2020. Right. That, it's very, very so good. So it looks like best visual effects is going to Deep Blue Sea 3. You can just watch that thumbs up, thumbs down, turn into a thumbs up in real time in my it apartment. It really like, does. Is <laughs> like that, if that moment, I was about to text you like, uh, we got to pick something else. And then after I was like, well. Well, we could just, there's some shark the stuff thing. at the end. <laughs> yeah, just skip to the end. Good night. And then uh, the movie decides it's not over. Uh, we could go for another 20 minutes or so. so. Let's have the bad guy whose boat exploded just show up with a torn up shirt looking real red for some reason. He, he ate some of those uh, brain genius pills from Alex Jones as well. He, d- he looks exactly like Sam. He I really does. <laughs> I just, I'm fucking, you see him crawl up like fucking half destroyed and all I can think is, oi, they got Tugger. <laughs> So, the nerve to have someone double fist kamikaze two sharks and then have the guy go, I'm back too, actually. <laughs> no. Nope. Unacceptable. But she's not he's not the only one though. There's I think there's like one shark left, and the leading lady has to escape from this one shark. And she swims into uh, an ocean trash compactor, I guess, and gets stuck in there with the shark who's trying to eat her. So she puts her hand out there, so she's in the safe part of the trash compact. I don't know what it is. Anyway, it's in there, it's just squeezing that shark, but then it goes underwater and she's like, okay, I guess I'm going to keep doing what I was doing anyway. Uh, suspense. And it implodes the shark, I guess. So there's more shark blood and guts in this scene than there was in the one where the two sharks got blown up. It's all over her face and everything. You're just like, boy, Deep Blue C3. They really give you I what mean, you come if you're gonna, for. <laughs> if you're gonna shoot your wad on one scene of special effects, like this is pretty solid. Not it's, gonna lie, it's an immediate. Just everything is red. Right, the entire yeah. screen is red. It looks like one of those Jallo movies. I was not complaining. Profondo Rosso, indeed. So the ending shot. My favorite uh, Ghibli movie. All the angels get on. I mean, all the women get onto uh, <laughs> one of their barges <laughs> and. They're just... I, one of them says changing the world isn't going to take care of itself. And this is where you realize that the, the, the movie has three women 
uh, each of distinct multicultural backgrounds. None of the men survive, but all the women survive. Uh, one of them is a wo- is a black woman who literally chucks spears. One of them is an Asian woman with an indecipherable accent, and one of them is a pretty white genius science lady who's a hero. So uh, it's really weird when the uh, the Hillary Clinton logo just showed up in the bottom right <laughs> corner. But I mean, you know, I, hey, you got to get your movie funded however you can. I'm sure they had plenty of campaign funding left over. Yeah. The notorious RPG probably ripped this or something. That's where all that Michigan money went. <laughs> I'd love to see it. Do we need to go back there? No, check this explosion out. Check this shit. Yeah, I have to admit, it's kind of hard to have an opinion on this movie when Rachel Maddow hasn't weighed in yet. <laughs> We're going to have to just watch that whole season one day, aren't we? No. Yeah. No, no, we don't Maybe. have to, though. Just check the numbers. Mean, one, two, I mean, jinkies. When we're on the sixth wave and no movies have come out in three years, like yeah, I guess we're close. so much quality content. Wait, what are we doing this week? <laughs> <laughs> just gonna do Deep Blue Sea one again. <laughs> this Which movie could have used a lot more Michael Rapaport. Yeah, he would have had some things to say to that Asian lady. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Would have all had to be cut out. I mean, I'm just saying, if he was on that boat, it would have went down differently. You not shy. Yo, what the fuck she's saying? Yeah, what, what the fuck she's saying to me? Cut, Michael. She's speaking very clearly. Nah, fuck this. He just walks off set. No, I, no, I want right. to be on the boat at the end. I want to be on the boat at the end. I won't touch them. I swear I won't touch the ladies. Come on, let me be on the boat at the end. I don't want to die. That man gets puffier and puffier. But I guess don't we all? He really does. That and the STDs. So, any other final thoughts <laughs> on Deep Blue Sea 3? Oh my god, these sharks can cure syphilis. <laughs> that would, <laughs> oh, so man. Save Michael Rappaport. Uh, so, better than Jaws 3 and 4. Maybe better than Jaws? Like, know. it sucks ass, but it's also, like, out of movies that came out in 2020. It's, like, near... It's. Is this a top ten movie for 2020? <laughs> It might, might be. it might be for being honest. It might be a top ten that movie was... that I've seen in 2020. I'll tell you that much. Of all that the ones that came out, twenty minutes really does a lot. If you just if you just cut like you cut this runtime runtime down to like eighty five minutes, right. I'm probably like, yeah, it's pretty solid. Yeah. It's very unfortunate that it decides to just pander along for like a hundred and six. It's disrespectful for my time, to be honest with you. Like, I was expecting, like, okay, cool, it's gonna be, like, what, hour 20, hour 25? Hour 40, what? Yeah, I hope that birthday was worth it. It wasn't. Oh, sorry. You know it was. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Deep Blue Sea 3. <laughs> I heard you under your breath almost saying fuck you to me a number of times during this episode, so. <laughs> well, I guess my jokes are really good. Uh, do you know, who needs AC in August in Texas? <laughs> I guess doesn't matter that it's one thirty. Doesn't matter. I'm, I'm telling you, you, just crack your window open, nice little breeze in there. That's what the pilgrims used to do. The last words would just be me croaking in the mic. You know, it's a dry heat, and then I'm dead. <laughs> it's fucking end of me. <laughs> Our good buddy Dan had an incredible comment the other day because uh, apparently some place in the Middle East was like up to a hundred and thirty. And he was just like, you think people in the Middle East do the same thing we do? Where they're like, oh, well, you know, I'll take a dry 130 over a humid 115 any day. (laughs) That sounds like my personal hell. (laughs) But also, I'm not too far behind it. So, what if they fed, like, new tropics to Bigfoot? Oh, my God. Bigfoot, big brain. <laughs> that brain got so big that he just like <laughs> fell over on his side. <laughs> he can't stand up right now. He's looking for us. <laughs> he's just dragging his head in the dirt. <laughs> so weird. It looks like it looks like one of Bigfoot's assistants just became the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> the tea, sis. Uh, my hat is like a shark fin. Yeah. Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark fin. Uh, Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark fin. Yeah. Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark fin. Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark fin. Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark fin. Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark fin.
always gotta eat too. Looking for human flesh to rip my teeth through. Other fish in the sea, but barracudas ain't equal to a half human predator created by a needle. Jet black eyes, baby, they stand while you sleep. With no Titanic sink, I'm the one you gon' meet. Hearing terrified screams, they surround my team. All you see is trails of blood. Either God won't intervene. Nightmares of darkness, my appetite is heartless. Even if we related, you eliminated regardless. In the deep blue underwater walls, half man, half shark. See this guy? This guy's real creepy. 